When a person begins to be aware of the divine spark within, they will soon be faced with a decision whether to honour and trust it. They are so accustomed to looking outside of themselves for authority that the realisation of the universal energies within is so radical and shattering and it changes everything. Now then, witches and beautiful souls, welcome back to the Bell Witch Podcast. I am your host, Swales of the Friendly Green Witch. I am here on my own today and I thought I would do something a bit different. So thank you for tuning in. This podcast is primarily about witching with kids in the 21st century. You're welcome here, whether you have children or not, and you're a pagan or you're looking for a bit more magic in your life. We make these episodes with the aim to get people to introduce a little bit of magic into their daily lives. Your busy daily lives that are stressful and, you know, we're hoping to bring you a podcast that creates them moments within your life. Stop and look at the plants and see the magic and feel the magic and feel a lot better off for having the magic in your life. This is what has happened to me. I've had such a traumatic past, you know, from a very young age and I was always a bit strange. I was a goth, but I was never really enhanced. I didn't enjoy my life. I was pretty angry. And then when I had my first baby at the age of 30, it opened up doors being with certain types of people that introduced me to witchcraft and rituals and celebration of being who I am and allowing myself to wonder and be bewitched by amazing things all around me which are actually quite phenomenal and taken for granted and not even seen so you know me and my my witchy friend Jodie who is a co-host of this podcast wanted to create something that would help you squeeze a little bit of magic into your busy lives. In this episode I'm going to do it a bit different like I said I'm going to speak a little bit about drum journeying that I recently took part in and also one of my favourite camping events which is Women's Camp that's a private invite only event but it's just so special it's an absolute treasure and I'm so astonished that I've been able to find it so quickly after my witchy awakening. So yes, enjoy yourself. I hope it's all right for you. Feedback is always welcomed, you know, good or bad. If you think it's a bit boring, then we'll revert back to co-hosting. But I would also like to get more people in to speak to us, like we did the last episode, which is Earth. We had a forager come in, speak to us about beginners foraging. Lisa Cutcliffe came in, spoke to us about getting involved and just looking at flowers and perhaps researching them and tasting them and introducing children to mushrooms and things like that. So if you've not heard it, it is worth just going back and having a little listen, see if you like what we're talking about and hopefully we can uh, get some of that tear, that tear magic into your life. I recently did a drum journey in, the first one ever with this company that I follow a lot on the old internet called The Way of the Buzzard, Nicola and Jason. And they do an assortment of things being classes on Zoom and in person, camping, uh, pagan gatherings, etc. You can find them in, I think they're based in Chorley. 
and they have a big love and respect for shamanic drumming. Now, I do have a drum. You might have a drum too. I don't really use my drum because I just feel like a bit of a pillock using it. I don't know. There's something in me that gets really self-conscious and I think I like the idea of drumming. And then when I get the balls to get it out and hold the beater in my hand, something scares me and I just I just won't do it. And then I'll make up some terrible excuse and put it away again. And I took it to a camp recently and I was banging it. And then because the moisture in the air getting a bit wet because it was sundown it got damp and the skin of the drum behaves like human skin so it takes in the moisture and then it gets slack you know a bit like when you go swimming for too long and all your fingers get crinkled that happened so I was off the hook the drum got me off the hook and then I was annoyed at myself then for not being brave enough to to whack this drum I read good stuff about them I take books out about them they do sound absolutely fascinating but I just do not have it in me to get my ass together to grow a pair of balls and drum anyway so I saw this thing on the internet and it was a two-hour zoom class on getting people into drumming started drumming so you know like what kind of rhythms you can do be like a two or three or four beats a second constant one or a heartbeat and see how it makes you feel so Jason spoke a little bit about the skin on the drum and how to look after it and how to store it and history of his certain drum, which was fascinating in itself. And then he gave examples of the drumming beats and and they did have an effect on you. As I listened on Zoom, it was bizarre because he did a slow heartbeat first and I could actually feel my heartbeat slowing down with the drum, which was just amazing. And then in comparison, he did a heartbeat speeding up. And that was quite stressful and not a nice thing to witness at all. And everybody on the chat, on the Zoom call was a bit like, oh my gosh, that was very stressful and not all very nice and quite intense. And and so, you know, Jason had to do another drum, slow heartbeat to get us all relaxed again. But my God, I was nearly jumping out the window. It was just such a bonkers thing to, to hear. And I guess I've never really had anybody drum for me that's not real. You know, I've listened to drumming on Spotify. It doesn't quite have the same effect. There's something about being present with a drum, I find. Being somebody who doesn't really understand drums, doesn't know much about dynamic healing. There is a power in the drum being beaten in front of you and you're witnessing it. It was all really cool. Anyway, at the end of the class, Jason actually did a 20-minute meditation of this drum. And it is... I cannot tell you how enlightening and how berserk my mind went. I imagine it's what it's like being on drugs, you know, it was really vivid and my mind created this enormous story from my history and my childhood home. got quite graphic, you know, it got a bit like a house of horrors. There was skeletons sat in chairs and all kinds of scary shit going on and me running around the house trying to find a key to get out the door the house my childhood home melting away like quicksand behind me into just a slop on the floor and then the horse you know this famous reiki horse came with my family now so like my husband and my two kids he came with them and I was had to basically choose between 
my family of my past and my family of my present. And all this was from a question that I asked at the beginning of the gym journey, which was like, how can I transform my life for the better? You know, the my spirit guide gave me an ultimatum, basically, whether to carry on over reminiscing, especially in the month of June, at my past and my failings at, at the house I grew up in, which is such a negative place, or choose to go with the horse and f- go away and walk to this house where I live in now. And the key I'd found unlocked the door to this house. And the house was literally smiling on me, you know, like in the horror film, The Haunting, where the house has eyes in the living room that are like glaring over them. That was a bit like this house, but it was opposite. It wasn't glaring at me. The whole house was just kindly smiling at me. (laughs) Um, And the horse was having a great time and it got a bit trippy. He grew wings and he was flying and disappearing into the clouds with my kids. And then he turned into some kind of serpent dragon thing and flew off into the sky. What amazed me about the drumming was it was like my mind knew when the beats were going to change and the vivid dreaming I was doing was matching the drums beats almost before the change it was like in perfect sync which blew my mind in itself when they had finished I was just I was in disbelief at all the shit that my mind had made up through this journey so I I'm now going to go on the journey of trying to get to grips with drumming and taking it with me whenever I go and being confident to gain this connection. And I need to do that tripping again because it was just absolutely astonishing. So do you have a drum? If you have a drum, what's it like? Do you use it? I mean, I I find it hard to believe you could journey whilst literally banging it. Would that not prevent you from losing your mind a little bit or is it sort of like an automatic thing I guess when you drive you don't think about driving so I if you do drumming if you practice the drumming then perhaps it becomes so automatic your brain can drift away to the beat of the drum without your you really noticing your wrist flexing to and from I don't know be interesting you can talk to me about this a bit. I'd love to hear your your drumming journey experiences because I find it absolutely fascinating. It was such a cool thing to experience. The Way of the Buzzard, you should totally check them out. Their website is thewayofthebuzzard.co.uk, all one word. Uh, and they've got a very nice website and all the social channels. And Nicola and Jason seem very easy to contact and open to people like themselves who want to connect to the spirit of the earth the drum and all that jazz so yes I actively encourage you to find them and uh, see what they're offering. The magic of gathering and how much of an amazing impact it's had on my mental health it's no secret that becoming pagan and witchy has enhanced my life no end and there's many reasons for that it's you know it's the whole grounding meditation stuff but also it's community and the magic that's found within community and ritual and people who understand you 
stuff that happens in ritual in a safe community space where you're not deemed strange or weird or you know you won't get laughed at for being authentically you and a little bit strange which I obviously am (laughs) my week has been quite up and down I had a major nosedive on Monday when I got back from this camp uh, which I went to a day early on Thursday to get an extra night in Friday Saturday and come home Sunday afternoon and I was looking forward to it so much and I needed it really desperately because as some of you know June is quite a challenging month for me because I lost my mum on the 2nd of June in 2005 and then her birthday is on the 20th of June so it's a bit of a double whammy and it's a month I always hesitate to enter and then by the solstice I'm struggling and I'm just wishing it away so this annual camp that I go to rescues me just in the nick of time usually anyway so this camp is set in the beautiful land of Lime Tree Farm campsite that is near Ripon this campsite hosts many pagan associated spiritual events throughout the year some private and some public and I'm not too sure if you can camp as an individual on it but it might be worth a google and it has compost toilets it has a solar shower a roundhouse some sculptures a beautiful stone circle that's been lovingly created in the 80s i think every stone has a deceased animal buried underneath it that was found naturally or died of natural causes and i just love that it carries a spiritual connection to the earth to the animal spirit and we use a stone circle a lot you know the stone circle gets used for ritual hand fastings so the story goes 16 years ago a small group of women got together and decided to create something a bit like the womb to hold women safe and warm and be listened to and come together and hear each other and connect to the earth and i can't believe i found this treasure Purely by fluke, I got invited, I think might have been by my friend Sally, who I speak of often, invited me to a Facebook group. And it was only on briefly, because by nature it goes against everything that the camp is about. You know, it's about like being off the grid and being authentic and not really showing pictures and stuff. So luckily for me, I found this Facebook group when I was pregnant with Clementine. Decided I was going to go and then chickened out because I was just too nervous. I didn't know what I was doing. They didn't have the confidence and then fiercely regretted it as soon as I didn't go. And then shortly after, the Facebook group got shut down. And so the following year, when Clementine was born, I think she was eight months old, I took a plunge and I went to this camp. And it was a bit strange at first because I wasn't used to it. And people were also a bit cautious about me, rightly so, because I had nobody to vouch for me because this camp is an invite-only grassroots camp where people go on invitation and can be vouched for and nobody could vouch for me so it was an absolute fluke and I do believe the universe delivered this for me because I was really lost at the time when I found it and I've been going (laughs) for four years now would be five it weren't for Covid lockdown because in 2020 obviously it didn't happen like a lot of things didn't managed to create a bit of an online zoom community and I managed to connect a bit more with the women that go to camp I've just been to the last one, which was last weekend, and it was amazing and it was so fulfilling. And they're different every year because people bring things to share, whether it be Reiki or yoga or singing and drumming or mindful conversation and hugs or frisbee, softball. 
you know, they, it's amazing. It's just so random every time. I think one year they had fire walking and fire breathing. Unfortunately, I wasn't there, but it does sound pretty epic. And when I'm there, I just kind of forget that everything else exists and I wish I could live like that <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> With no internet and no westerly society pressures, but, you know, life in general. I think there's a beauty of it in the magic of gathering, particularly in this setting, because we, we all circle around a fire pit that burns the whole weekend. This one emphasised the fire pit and cooking really big meals to feed over 30 people on an open fire pit. And it was all vegetarian vegan dietary requirements friendly but it was just so loving and fulfilling to have people cook for you old school open fire tribal and I ate like an absolute goddess I mean my kids not so much because they were quite fussy so they had to do with hot dogs a lot of the time which was fun (laughs) pot noodles and hot dogs not quite as fulfilling as homemade porridge with lots of honey and big bean stews with masses of rice and all the herbs from people's gardens and home-cooked buns that were made with love. There was a lot of ritual. We do rituals in the stone circle and we we have a totem animal every year. I love being around people that don't presume anything of me and don't expect anything but love, love me regardless and care about what I've got to say and, and I listen to other people and care what they've got to say. Also, the emotions run high and people get upset because they're not understood. They need somebody to just listen to them. The beautiful rituals that we do with intentions to connect to the, the elements, you know, earth, air, fire, water and spirit. We had a moment where we, we could scream to the sky at how dissatisfied we are with the state of the world and how the environmental stuff's going on. And that was quite necessary and enjoyable to just scream and be cross for a little bit. It's such an amazing place to be. So, of course, every time I go on this camp, I come home with such a slap. I hit the pavement, I hit the ground running and then have a major downer because I cannot be there my whole life. (laughs) And also, I always lose a couple of things, (laughs) whether it be knives, from the camp set. And of course, you take loads of food to share. And yeah, it's a lovely thing. So there's magic in gathering. And the quote I read earlier on portrays that in quite a way that when the spark of the divine is lit within, and you've got to decide to live this kind of way and letting wonder and magic in your life, then it'll giving you opportunities and open doors for you that you never knew were locked. And I just love that. As human beings, we live just this side of an invisible membrane separating our day-to-day consciousness from the miracle of creation. Ceremony, by its very makeup of the language it speaks, has the power to sidestep our rational minds and penetrate this membrane, allowing re-entry into the mystery. So that was a quote by... Tamara Collective from the Box. I get these little quotes from a book called Sacred Circles, all about creating circles. Magic starts to happen when you're with people who are like yourself and have understanding. This particular camp this year put a really big emphasis on looking after children who attended. It really stood out to me because For one of the rituals, somebody created a fire 
like a mini fire offering for the circle. My Florence and another little girl were chosen as like the fire bearers. So they collected wood and were first into the ritual area with the person carrying the, the fire and was leading. And I just thought it was really lovely that my kids, when I go to this gathering, my children are equal and respected and everybody pitches in and looks after them and all the kids play together and have fun and get dirty and disappear for a bit and then come back and then disappear. And it's just really comforting to be in a circle of adults that are like myself in some cases and in some cases not but they'll look after my children and they'll play music and they'll play games I think we bursted out a couple of I spy games around the fire really late at sundown like 10 o'clock and Florence was desperate to carry on playing this this I spy game and Clementine is like a master at I spy (laughs) bless her she doesn't quite get it she'll say something beginning with W mummy <laughs> so they beginning with F tree. So you could it could be anything. You'll be there all day trying to figure out what she's on about. <laughs> but it was really cool that, you know, the women were joining in with us and playing the ice by game. There's a lot to be said for a circle, holding circles, bringing space. I mean, isn't the circle like where Earth's power is? I always see circles physically in patterns and I recently did a course with Sally Go Lightly Doula creating circles in which it was a six-week course with a workbook and some cards discussing how to hold a circle and the safety things you know like being accessible being respectful of people's boundaries how to deal with things that might arise that I never even thought of when people speak too loud or don't want to get involved or complain about somebody else but also how to deal with negative feedback how to not take stuff personally and also how to charge for it you know energy exchanges and what your time is worth and the confidence to ask for payment so it was a really good course a lot of things I didn't think about and it has inspired me to hold a circle a circle maybe for poetry or for magic or for sigil making or something maybe even the artist way which is another topic that I adore that has changed my life made me creative and is fulfilling my soul do you hold a circle do you hold a space of people like minds magically or not in your house in your workspace I just think that's amazing that you hold a circle hold a space for people who need it who want it who may be too shy to try something and you you know you make yourself available and encourage people to come together I really treasure people like that who do that for us and I respect you and I'm just so thankful for you I'm inspired to do that maybe in September when my kids go to school and uh, I have two more six hour days (laughs) to fill with not gardening and not cleaning the house and and all that I've got a quote here that says, everything the power of the world does is done in a circle. And that's by Black Elk. And Black Elk speaks from the book Sacred Circles, 
a guide to creating your own woman spiritually group, which is on my bucket list and I will get it done eventually. Just the idea of holding a magic space to allow you to breathe in this madness of daily life is just so tempting. It's just confidence again, isn't it? Circles all around. We are circling. We are singing. We are circling. It's been a few days now since the last little section that you've just heard. In that time, I've been on another gathering <laughs> in the form of Out to Play Festival at Lime Tree Farm by Creative Intentions. It was three days of partying and amazing bands and worshipping the ground. There were lots of drumming and singing and gong baths and yoga. I also saw Martha Tilston sing. She was amazing. I, I recommend you go check her out. It was folky music on a little guitar, but the words that she was saying were so poetic, really lyrical and really personal journey and stories that she sung about, about making music and jumping over hedges and being a tree for your children, which I just absolutely adore. And her voice was like, was like crystal. It was so clear and reflective. I found myself getting goosebumps on every song. So yeah, I recommend you check her out on Spotify, Martha Tilston. While I were there, I was working the spa, Centre Spa, I think it was called. And uh, it was volunteering to help the person out who had made this amazing spa out of an old horse box. A, a sweet little sauna and there were a little plunge pool and makeshift changing rooms that you could walk in. It was such a lovely space. It had reclaimed little seats like floor sofas, lanterns hanging from the roof, basin sinks you could get instant hot water from to wash and feel refreshed and have instant cups of coffee and tea. The person who had made this beautiful spa hung around and made people coffee and had a chat, wear most glamorous outfits, beautiful dresses with sequins on, the biggest high heels I've ever seen in my life. It was so marvellous, like five, six inches of stiletto heels. It's like, wow, that is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> you always look so glamorous. And this spa is hobby that's turned into a bit of a side hustle, that's turned into a bit of a legend among certain camps, grassroots camping. Donations when you, you come in and sit with us and chill out. But people, he was saying he loves to do it because people walk in feeling glum and dirty and a bit sort of had enough, want to go home, come out. They're all glowing and they're just so happy to have experienced a nice hot shower or even a nice cold shower and a lovely little horse box sauna club is optional they do they did women's sessions and men's sessions and um, they even did a kid session of course you had to wear clothes for that one and your adults had to be with your kids they had a couple of goes and they absolutely loved it they were in and out at plunge pool couldn't get my clem out the plunge pool at all she adored it I mean of course she's used to all that because we go we do a bit of river swimming and we do a, a bit of bin dipping in my yard but this was a lot colder than the bin <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you Creative Intentions for this marvellous little festival called Out to Play. And I do really hope you come back next year and that people come and support this wonderful little community of creative people and souls and singers and poets and arts and crafts, dancing and bands. They had an amazing kids tent, which leads us nicely on to a little bit of magic you can do with your children. The stuff they were offering was pretty amazing. They had painting with on leaves and making little booklet stories, dress-ups and this amazing 
dragon toy that was huge, like a big dog. <laughs> I wanted to take home and put it in my tent. They had this really cool nature art where it was pieces of cardboard cut out in zigzag, like a zigzag plate. And some of them were also hedgehog shapes. And they twined natural string and twine around the cardboard kind of grid. And then kids could go off foraging for flowers and leaves and feathers and just took it underneath the taut string on the cardboard. Florence did one and she loved it and it looked really good no matter what you put in it. It looked awesome. It's kind of like nature collage but without any glue because everything's a a natural material so in theory you could put this in the compost bin with natural twine. It wouldn't make any difference to the earth so that was a pretty cool project my two loved as well. But the one that particularly stood out to me was making sand mandalas now I'd never come across this before and when I saw how they did it it was just so simple and it was a guided workshop for children and this really cool lady had a whole set of you know the old-fashioned ketchup squeezy bottles that have white lids so she had tons of those and they all had different coloured sand in there. So there was pinks and purples and blues and greens. Some a bit sparkly, some not. And she had a really big black chalkboard on the on the ground. And was inviting a, a crowd of children to come around the board. And she started off with just a dot in the middle of the board. And then got the children to pick a colour. And use this little ketchup bottle to slowly draw a few petals around the dot. And then another child could get another colour and add another set of something like petals around the dot or patterns and then she'd invite somebody else and it'd go around the circle of kids and then when they all did it you know it was getting bigger and bigger the board was pretty big but they were loving it but then it just looked really cool when it was finished eventually which took quite a while and the kids were really good at waiting their turn she was quite cool at instructing them you know like it's your turn now you've waited really well thank you for waiting she remembered all the names which I always think is pretty cool and afterwards, it was just like, whoa, look at this amazing piece of mandala art we've produced. Bright and colourful and quite cheerful and very summery. And it looked like a really big, beautiful flower. So the next stage was taking your finger and doing a little sort of swirl in the sand. And then she did this thing where she passed a finger on to somebody else. So they pretended to take a finger, stick their finger out and draw another pattern into it next to it and again it went round the circle so then you got another mandala then brilliant just the act of drawing another mandala on a mandala worked really well and then after we'd all done that she invited people just to swish make swish patterns and then we ended up mixing it all up and then it became fairy powder then because it were all different colours and draw anything they wanted with this really cool mix of fairy dust the whole thing was just really enchanting my two kids loved it and everybody else's kids loved it and they must have been there it was over an hour and none of them got bored. We had to leave because I was hungry <laughs> and they didn't want to leave. And it's always a really cool, mindful practice we could do if you had just an old sauce container or even a salt pot. You know, like you get the old-fashioned cafe salt pots. You could use salt or plain sand. Think about what you want this mandala to do and draw something beautiful out. Sand in general is a nice medium to work in with kids and who doesn't love picking up a handful of sand and letting it fall between your fingers represents so much sand sand timers the passing of time the passing of the ocean the journey of the sand from cliff to rock to pebble to sand to worm food or whatever they are on the beach to coming home in our flip-flops and going up as vacuum <laughs> one of my favorite books is called 
Spellbook for the Seasons by Chudbeth. A spellbook for the seasons, welcoming natural change with magical blessings. And it's quite a beautiful hardback book, pictures throughout, split into four sections for all the seasons. So it's not necessarily about the wheel of the year, but it's about spring, summer, autumn, winter and the magic you can do around those four seasons. In the summer one, there's a really cool little spell called the Nymph's Garden spell. If you would like to acknowledge and welcome the nymphs into your garden, then cast this spell. Make a sage stick. Doesn't even have to be sage, could be lavender. I've got lots of lavender in my garden. I use that quite often in smoke cleansing and sagey stick stuff. Or you could even use a bought one, you don't have to make it if you haven't got the time. Light it and waft it through the air, in the garden, around the bushes and trees, around the plants while saying, Here and now I clear the space for nymphs to come through time and space. Walk freely in my garden and play. Care for my plants in your own way. Lady nymphs, blessed be. I think that's a really lovely little spell. So welcoming and joyful and I think little kids or bigger kids I think would love to do that. Waft it about and we'll say this together a few times and then they just get enchanted at the idea that nymphs and fairies are coming into our garden to look after our little plants over the summer to help them grow. There's one more I quite like as well in the book a few pages over. This one's called Cloud Clear Spell. There's nothing worse than a grey cloudy sky on your summer holidays. So try this quick spell of cloud clearance to bring back the blue sky. Fill a bowl full of water and start to gently stir it with your index finger. Pour three teaspoons of salt in the container and continue to stir. Then say, move the clouds Skies clear all day, mighty Apollo, send your sun's rays. Watch the water moving gently around the bowl and imagine the clouds moving along by an unknown force. The clouds will disintegrate as the salt water will within your bowl. I quite like this one, it's a, a good easy one as well. feels quite active to me and one of the things I love about it as well is when you're holding the bowl, if you are outside especially, you can tip the bowl surface, you know, so you see the clouds reflected in the bowl doing that makes it work a little bit better because it helps you imagine with your mind's eye as well the clouds shifting but then also it's dual visual you see them moving within the reflection and you see them moving in your mind it's another good one for kids quite a nice little mental health little bit of magic there for you if you if your kids are a bit sad i like giving you a bit of practical magic i hope that's something useful do let me know if you are do any of these that we're suggesting for you the idea is just to get quick easy magic in your life shout outs now i'm on my own so i am going to actually shout out our lovely jody of uh, mother serpentine tarot so i don't know if anybody's seen recently she's started a, a cool new session bring your baby tea and tarot parent-centered tarot classes now if this was around and my two was babies i would have been absolutely all over it. it's so amazing that this is something on offer so she's done a little post about it i'll read it out to you now as parents we often struggle to set time aside for ourselves kids can be a notorious distraction for our spiritual fulfillment and tarot journey so i've partnered up with welcoming leads to bring you your own baby tea and tarot morning this will take place on Friday mornings for six weeks throughout July and August. Kids under five are welcome, as well as older kids. There's a lush kids' corner where your child can play, as well as space to comfort your children if they get upset. 
and it's a steal priced at eight pounds per session you'll be able to access exclusive perks such as entry to a private development group an exclusive whatsapp group to socialize in interpreting those tricky card pulls for your friends wow how cool is that the venue is in the heart of ls16 it's and it's a little community cafe that makes homemade food delicious vegan gluten-free options kid-friendly wheelchair accessible it's a really nice all-rounder and it's in north north leeds all right so i think this might be my little waffle coming to an end i hope it's been all right for you it's been a bit of a learning curve for me doing it on my lonesome but it's not been too challenging i enjoy talking to you about which parenting life and how we can do it and that if you can't do it it's okay as always, thank you for listening. And if you could have a little uh, look at his reviews on Apple Podcasts and slap one down there. We've got two or three at the moment. Or if you're on Spotify, if you could add a few stars on Spotify, that would be awesome. You can catch me on all my social channels, The Friendly Green Witch. I'm on Depop. I've got a little witchy side hustle that is there throughout. If there's anything that catches your eye and you mention podcasts, you get automatic 15% off, say. So it's a bonus for hanging around till the end. (laughs) Well, have a magical week, witches, and we'll see you next time. This has been me, Swales, who's written and produced this episode. Music is by Jeff Harvey. You can catch me doing Reiki treatments, 12th of July, 10 till 2. So come on down if you'd like to meet your witch. All right, that's it from me. Stay magical, witches.